Hi, my friends, and welcome to the very last solo episode. Uh, or, I mean, it sounds super silly, the solo episode. I should find another word for it. Uh, to the last episode uh, for this decade. That feels really huge to say. I was thinking so much about, you know, it's a new decade, it's the end of an era, it's the start of a new era. And I really wanted to kind of just make something that symbolized this decade. But it felt so huge. So I let go of that thought and instead I just looked back at this year. Because for me, everyone is going through their lives in different ways, in different cycles. This year for me has been... A long ending of an era. I have talked about it a little bit before, but I truly believe in living your life according to cycles. You are not supposed to be born and then see your life as this long timeline and then you die. I believe you live in cycles. You start something, you uh, let it die. You start something new and you end it. Uh, it's, you know, life is creation and destruction, which is uh, constant, happens all the time. I can really see how my early 20s, 20 to 28, which I am now, there, there it is, my friends, that's my age. <laughs> 20 to 28 was one cycle for me. I started something, I went on a journey, I went on a hero's journey, I moved to London, I lived on the road, I moved to other places, I released records, I tried to make it as a songwriter, I, I had a couple of <laughs> broken relationships and uh, this, this year, 2019, was the year where I could see that and I slowly started to collect my lessons, create a new vision, slowly started to enter a new cycle and sometimes, you know, ending something takes a long time you don't do that in a snap you don't end a, a job or a career or a dream or a relationship in in a day or two for me it took a year and that's okay so this year for me has been a year of learning to let go learning closure learning to leave things behind and creating a new future for myself i do have to say that it did take me a year, but now, sitting here the 25th of December, I feel stronger and happier and clearer on what I want than ever before. And that's not every day. Some days I still feel sad and heartbroken and lonely. But it's the, it's the days of feeling hopeful and strong that I am aiming towards and those days they come more often the bad days are uh, shorter and that's what it is progress comes in all kinds of forms and it's never constant so anyway here are my lessons from 2019 oh let me see the official title I'm gonna squeeze my little phone in here uh, between the microphone. I wish you could see me when I record this because I look like a loser. Okay, here it is. Six things I learned in 2019. All right, the first one. Clarity and vision is everything. 
When you are clear on what kind of life you want to live, what kind of person you want to be, and what you want to achieve the next couple of months or years, you can say no to everything that doesn't align with that life. You can stop chasing people who don't align with your future vision. You can stop spending time on jobs or tasks that won't bring you closer to those accomplishments and that life. This can be applied to everything. It can be applied on your work and career, creative projects, health, relationships and friendships. If you, for example, know what sort of life you want, with each new relationship, you can simply ask yourself, does this relationship align with that future life? Can I see this relationship in that life? If the answer is no, this relationship will not bring you closer to that life you want, so you should walk away. If you're offered a new job or project to take on, Ask yourself, will this job enable me to become the me I am visioning? Does it align with the life I'm trying to shape? If it does, then you say yes. Even if it's something that you haven't done before or it's going to be hard, you will have to learn new things. You say yes because that's the kind of person you want to become. If you say no, then this job is not for you. Uh, Actually, I have this year started to take a day off every single month where I dedicate the whole day to writing goals and plans and dreams, asking myself a long line of those kinds of questions. Every single day I do this, I go to sleep and I feel like a new person. I feel so clear on what I want again. And I have a long list of things that I'm going to do things I'm going to leave behind. And that's the thing to remember too, that this is something you do constantly. Once a month, once every quarter, but definitely once a year. Because you grow and you you find new uh, goals and visions for your life. But the most important thing is that when you wake up tomorrow, you want to know what kind of life you're trying to create because then your day will become much more hopeful. Okay, number two. The second lesson I've learned in 2019 is to attract the things you want, you have to live as if you already have them. This can be, you know, a big thing or a small thing. For example, (laughs) I learned to buy fresh flowers and burn the nice candles, even if no one else will be around to enjoy it, because I want to be that kind of person who creates beautiful moments for myself who, you know, can enjoy the simple pleasure of being alive, even if it's just a sunrise or reading a nice book. But it can also be bigger things, like the way I present myself. I learned to present myself to new people as the person I aspire to become. For example, the last couple of years I have been in a loop of having very bad self-esteem. I thought very little of myself. So when I met musicians, for example, I created this bad habit of feeling embarrassed about my career. So I said, oh, I'm Charlotte. I don't really know what I'm working with or what I'm doing. I I guess I write songs, but, you know, that's not who I want to be. I want to be an established songwriter. I want to be known for the songs I write. So I have learned to meet new people and say, hi, 
My name is Charlotte. I am a songwriter. And, you know, that's it. If I want to become a songwriter, I have to start seeing myself as a songwriter. If I want to be an author, I have to start seeing myself as someone who writes a book. And that's visualization. That's what you meditate on. That's what you repeat to yourself every day until you believe in it yourself. You cannot become a great songwriter until you believe that you can become a great songwriter. I don't think you can become a non-smoker until you believe that you can be someone who does not smoke. You have to see yourself as the person you want to be and, and start acting like that person. Number three. And this was an important thing for me. This helped me with my loneliness helped me learn to reach out to people, connect with people again. Number three is, you can be in love all the time with everyone and everything because it simply makes you feel good. I was heartbroken for a year after my last breakup. I felt like I had been abandoned and I no longer had anyone to pour my love into nor any love to receive. But through a couple of different spiritual teachers, I slowly found a way to understand that I am the one who's creating the feeling of both being in love and being loved. No one else can make me feel that way. I am the one who's letting myself feel that way. Only I can let myself feel loved. And I can learn to feel love and feel loved all the time. Because it's a feeling I create. I can learn to feel loved by the people on the street. Loved by the universe. Loved by my mentors and teachers. I can feel loved by my ancestors and grandfathers. I can choose to feel their smiles towards me. From above. Loving me like the child I am under the sky. So when I feel lonely or isolated... I have learned to tune in to the feeling of love within and create it myself. And then let it radiate to anyone and everyone around me. Love creates love. If you act loving towards someone, they will act loving to you. If you smile to someone, the odds are that they will smile back. If you want more love in your life, you have to create more love in your life. If you want people to give you more compliments, give people more compliments. All right, number four. <sighs> the fourth thing I learned in 2019 is forgive people and let them go. Refuse to ever talk about them again. I chose to forgive the people who disappointed me because I simply needed to free myself. I have been discovering something called energy cutting. Now, bear with me because this is a little bit woohoo, but it has helped me, so maybe it can help you too. This is a spiritual energy practice that makes you sit down to visualize lines of energy between you and the people you can't let go of. And when I say people you can't let go of, I also mean people that you are still angry at or disappointed at or frustrated at. When you still feel anger towards someone, you haven't let go of them. They still control you. So you sit down 
and you visualize this line of energy between you and this person. Then you visualize cutting the ropes between you and them. Physically. You physically see the ropes in your mind and you cut it off with a scissor. You just cut it. You free yourself. You say, I wish you well. And you smile. But you free yourself from their energy ties. Now, you will not feel free of anger or disappointment or hurt in just a short second of imagining this. But by doing this visualization every morning or evening for a couple of weeks, I slowly found myself feeling free of resentment and anger towards people. I learned to free myself in my mind because that's all that anger or hurt is. It's only keeping you hostage. They probably don't even think about you. So you need to free yourself. Forgive people and let them go. Refuse to ever talk about them again. The fifth lesson I learned, and this is also an important one. I mean, all of those are obviously important. Otherwise, I wouldn't have them here. But number five is practice zero-based thinking. This is a technique I have learned from Brian Tracy, who is an author and someone I consider my mentor, even though I've never met him. It goes like this. If you started from scratch right now, knowing what you know today, but could design and shape yourself and your life from scratch, what would you keep doing? What would you stop doing? What would you change? And what would you keep? For example, if you could completely start anew with your health. Imagine you have no habits or addictions, no preferences, just knowledge. How would you lay it out? What would you eat? How would you work out? How would you sleep? Now you could do that. You could start that tomorrow. I constantly practice this with my music career. When I started working on this new album, I felt very restricted by my past albums. I felt like I had built a certain reputation as an artist and it was restricting me in my visions and goals. So I started asking myself every single day, if I was a completely new artist launching myself for the first time with this album, how would I present myself? As the person I am now, how would she present herself? What music would I make? What people would I want to reach? What would be my purpose? What would be my message? Now, the answer to those questions are very different now than it was when I started my career 10 years ago. So the trap is that I keep living the answers from 10 years ago when I need to live the answers from now. I can build this career however I want now because I'm starting from a blank canvas. So how would I do it? By practicing this zero-based thinking, I stopped spending time on certain things and started focusing on other things. When I was writing, I caught myself thinking, mm, that's not my sound. And then I replaced that thought with, well, if I had no sound yet... Would this be something I could identify with now? This practice enabled me to find a new direction as an artist and a little bit of a new start, a new era, a new 
launch a new career. I think the main point with this is that we tend to hold ourselves hostage with our own past. Our own past failures and achievements, saying, I was never any good at that, or I never learned that. Like, I already tried, I can't quit, I can't start, I'm too old, it's too late. Well, these are all lazy excuses to not put in the work it takes to build a great life. And you know it. (laughs) You know these are just lazy excuses. Everyone knows it. So learn to practice zero-based thinking. If you could start from scratch tomorrow, today, every day, how would you structure your day? Who would you spend time with? What would you eat, read and consume? And now this is an important one. What relationship would you seek out? If you knew everything you know, but had to build a new relationship, what relationship would you seek out? If you would build a new relationship with someone, knowing what you know about relationships now, how would you nurture that relationship? How would you act within it? How would you support your partner? How would you communicate? Whatever your answer is to that, start that relationship today. Even if it's with the same person, you can restart your relationship or friendship any day. All it takes is changed behavior and you will find yourself with a new relationship. Maybe the relationship of your dreams. So stop letting the past control you. Start anew every day. Practice zero-based thinking. All right, this is the last one. The sixth lesson I have learned in 2019. And it's going back to my little intro. So this year, I have been completely in awe of the studies and thoughts about living life in cycles. There is the seven-year cycle uh, philosophy (laughs) or study saying that every seventh year, your cells have completely renewed themselves. You literally have a completely new body every seventh year. I can also see how my main themes in life have started and ended in seven-year cycles. And I am just about to begin a new one. But then there is another thought. And this thought is about living your life in a 12-year cycle, starting now. This thought sets me free from anxieties about the future. Okay, so I started practicing this thought. A lot of my anxiety and sadness comes from carrying the future like a heavy burden. All those thoughts about, will things ever change? Will I end up alone? Will I always live like this? Will I always have this sadness? Will I ever make it? Now, this is definitely not meant to be a morbid thought or um, a depressing thing. This is a positive thought for me. And um, if your thoughts are going towards only seeing that your life will last 12 years, you're missing the point. So please don't go there. I'm not proposing to start gambling with your life. I really do mean this in the lightest way. Okay, so here it goes. When I start feeling anxious... I let myself think the thought that my life is only 12 more years. That's the only cycle I need to think about. 
in 12 years, I can have time to try out many more cities to live in. I will find many friendships, fall in love, fall out of love, read hundreds of books, write hundreds of songs, listen to the rain from many different windows, laugh with lovely people in many different bars. If I let myself think that all I need to do is live my best life the next 12 years, I don't feel the future being as heavy anymore. It feels lighter. And the best thing is, I can see that if I simply focus on living my best life every day for 12 years, the future will take care of itself. So again, I am definitely not proposing believing or focusing on the thought that your life will end in 12 years. It's only about not putting the focus in 20 years from now. Just focus on the next 12 years. How do you want to live the next 12 years? And I guess maybe that's where the magic happens when you can combine all those things. You can create a crystal clear vision for yourself and your life so that you know what you're striving towards, but also only focus on squeezing the most out of the next decade of your life with no worries about what happens after that. That's when at least I feel the most peaceful, excited and calm. So those are my six major lessons in 2019. I would love to hear yours. What did you learn this year? What will you bring with you? What will you leave behind? I know the next decade will be the best decade of my life. So far. <laughs> I know it because I will create it. And you can create it too, for you. All right, I love you guys. See you next year. Bye-bye.